Hello, everyone listening in to the OIMOP <laughs> replay. People are still listening. I still see downloads there. It's not a ton of you, but thanks for listening and for those of you hanging out live here. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to retell a story. I just told off air about me getting into the hot tub with um, a lot of women two years ago at a treat. I won't do that. I thought it'd be <laughs> funny. And then I was like, no one, no one cares and no one has context. Anyways. Moving on to today's topic at hand, which is more interesting by far than my lame stories, taking a break. And I want to talk about summer, which will be here soon. Believe it or not, I choose not to believe it half days. And a few things happen in the summer that might cause people to want to take breaks. Number one, depending on where you're at, it could be warmer. And so going outside and doing more things. Uh, number two. Maybe you have a break from work if you have a full-time job or you're married to a teacher like I am who has summers off. And it's like, hey, let's get all of our vacation time out of the way right here in the summer because we have it off. Excuse me. And then there's also the whole uh, <laughs> no one pays attention to anybody during the summer thing. We've seen this on blogging forever. Like people's traffic goes down every summer and there's spikes on you know Christmas time or New Year's and the uh, the summer months are generally like a nice lull area. And so people kind of get discouraged and even unmotivated, especially when they're new and they see this drop off and yada, yada. So I really just want to talk today a little bit about breaks. I've actually done a podcast episode on this before. I just now remembered that actually. Number one, I think it's important to plan ahead for a break. And what I mean by this is I've gotten to a point, and I know several of you have as well, where you feel the need to take a break from burnout or whatever else. And you're just kind of like overwhelmed one weekend or something. I was like, I just, I just need to take a break. Like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And then you stop, which is fine. And people should take breaks. But for me personally, I've actually gotten more rest. The break has actually been more effective for any burnout, et cetera, et cetera. When I actually plan ahead, I set an email autoresponder thing saying, you know, Pete's on vacation for a week or whatever, or even post on social media or post an online impact. Like I'm going on a two week vacation. Do not email me or you can email me, but I won't answer. Just like planning ahead a little bit or, oh, by the way, even just announcing to your audience, emailing them, putting out a podcast episode. I actually did that last year when I took a break. Like I, I think planning ahead is number one. This is my first tip in today. That one's pretty obvious. Number two, very closely related for me personally, and that is when you do plan ahead, maybe some of you don't need this. For me, it made it easier to not feel guilty or not feel like I'm missing out on something. It's not such a problem for me right this second uh, from a personal standpoint because I'm taking a break from social media, and so I don't really... I don't really miss, I don't feel like anybody's missing me or if they are like, I don't know. And I don't care because I've explicitly taken a break from socials. But even when I take a break from work in general, I find planning ed helps me not think about, I should have been posting. I should be posting. I should be publishing. I should be emailing my audience. I should be X, Y, Z. I should be this. So on for so. And if you're anything like me, you can feel guilty or like you're, you're not growing as fast as you would like to be growing because you're not doing that work. Like, ah, I need to be growing. I need to be 
building business. I need to be making more money. I need to be X, Y, Z. Plenty Head does it for me. I'd love to hear um, from any of you live on this call here in a couple of minutes on any other tips you might have for that. Uh, if I had to sum that up, just not feeling stressed that things aren't getting done. Whatever that looks like. Could be admin or content or otherwise. And then that said, that's really all I got. I'm going through this personally right now. I told my wife yesterday, we're going to take a trip out west. We're going to uh, meet in the Denver area with my parents. We're going to fly there. We're going to take our RV or uh, our, our pop-up camper, rather. And then we're going to go out to Arches and we're going to do some vacay out in the Rockies for a couple of weeks at least. And I sat down before talking with my spouse, by the way, and I was like, what am I going to do here for work? Do I just need to completely jet off? Do I need to like hustle now and get some you know, YouTube videos and content that I can drip out, like schedule in advance? And I am going to do some of that. But I actually decided I'm going to try a new experiment with this. And that is working one day a week. As in, while we're gone even, I told, I ended up telling uh, Aaron this. It's like, I'm going to try and work about eight hours a week over one, maybe two days. And part of why I'm doing this is I want to test this out as an experiment um, and see how it goes so that I might can do it again in the future. Like even in the month of December, I love taking the month of December off. I don't like working during December. just makes me sick for whatever reason. I like taking off December. And um, I might just try that even going forward sometimes. Not all the time, but I want to see if I can get by with working like one or two days a week. And if I can do it while traveling and my wife will put up with it, we had this conversation or whatnot. I actually think that's a huge win. And I think that will be a very powerful skill for me to develop going forward. Like, how do I run a business, make sure I'm serving online impact people and other clients or whatever, and only work this amount of time? I don't know if it'll work or not, but that's just what I've set out to do. So I don't have any big takeaways. <laughs> I'm kind of rambling as you can tell, but I would like to open it up to any of you. You're more than welcome to not talk and stay muted. Or if you're hanging out with me live, I would love for you to weigh in. If you have any thoughts on taking breaks for burnout, for vacation, um, whatever that might look like, feel free to unmute and speak. And if not, that's cool too. Everybody's feeling good. Well, I'll tell you what, raise your hand. Am I the only one that like stinks at like taking breaks historically? This is hard. Okay, good. All right, good. Uh, raise your hand again. Is anyone planning a break already, either for the summer or for something else? Raina, Jessica, a few people. Okay. All right, fine. No one wants to weigh in. That's fine. I can weigh in. Raina actually sent a good email about this last week about planning ahead to um, like plan the time off uh, because for those of us who are actually entrepreneurs, we do have the freedom to say, I'm going to take six weeks off this year and how am I going to make that happen? Um, so that got me thinking about, right? Like I definitely am taking a lot more time off this year than I have previously. Like we're taking a 10 day camper van vacation this summer. And then my parents are coming to visit and I'll go out to Cape Cod with them. And we're going camping a couple of times, you know, like a bunch of different things, but it's all like, 
smaller. Um, and so I'm starting to think intentionally about like, what kind of time do I want to take off at the end of the year um, to plan ahead for it? I um, <clears throat> mostly unrelated. Well, first of all, everybody should be on Raina's email list because uh, the past two or three emails specifically have been on point. Chef's guess. Um, you actually reminded me, Jessica, of a point that I was trying to think of like five minutes ago and my brain just couldn't think of it. I was mad at myself. I was like, oh, I had one good takeaway. What was it? Or another good tip. And that is no one misses you <laughs> in a good way. What I mean by that is um, people who do actually miss you and your content, they won't mind if you take a break. But no one's like missing you, missing you, like a negative thing. No one, no one really cares. And people who actually follow you and like to read whatever you put out or whatever, they won't mind. And I think that's, I think that's reassuring. I have to remind myself of that all the time. It's like people who might actually not want to follow me anymore, who, you know, whatever, they might be upset. That's a weird thing. No one's going to be upset really, but those people aren't really going to be around for the long run. Anyways, people who are going to be a lot around for the long term, excuse me, they don't care. In fact, they'll actually respect you taking a one week, two week, one month break. There you go. That was my big takeaway. You could remember it. Yeah. It normalizes it. We should all be normalizing taking time off. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is, here we go. We're going to talk about email again. Um, so I've talking with a few people now, officially three people have recommended Cal Newport's new book to me in the past, like three weeks, Marina being one of them. And part of what he gets at is also normalizing new behaviors. And he's specifically talking about constant email back and forths and constant communications with your clients or customers or teammates or whatever. He's talking mostly about corporate, but I think this applies to all of us who do lots of emails, who have clients, who have followers or whatever, normalizing this whole break thing. Like, we're not going to do this. I'm not going to respond to any of your emails for the next two weeks. You need to be okay with that or else. Not really. But normalizing this as a, um, that's part of business. That's part of life. Taking a break. So one, one strategy that I do is I don't really respond to my emails like at all or like right away or only if I want to. Um, And so I don't have anyone who expects me to respond to emails quickly. So I can't imagine a case where I would actually need to put a out of office up. Um, Like I don't have any, like, like for example, all of my clients, we communicate through Slack. So like I will let them know in our Slack channel that I'm like, won't be accessible for a certain amount of time, but nobody like expects me to respond quickly to emails. And, and if they do, too bad. <laughs> Sorry. What did you say, Raina? I said, and that's normalization at work. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I actually have an email to someone that I responded to that they sent me like last October. And I responded to them this week because I felt like it. <laughs> Email's a tricky one. <laughs> it's hard to feel it's hard to reach a, a point where you feel okay not responding to emails 
when you first start out, if you're anything like me, it's like, I have to respond to these. This is important. This is meaningful work responding to people or whatnot. And actually, it's really not for the most part. <laughs> it takes a while to figure that out. Good for you. All right. Well, uh, we shall stop recording this. We'll hang out on the live call. Thank you guys for listening on the uh, OMOP replay. I love you guys. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be past the email list building workshop, uh, which is tomorrow at the time of this recording, Thursday, 5, 6, May 6. Below now, I hope your blogging is going well. Slack me. Don't email because I'm less likely to respond, and you need to normalize that or else. But feel free to slack me because I do like to answer that sort of stuff. And I'll see you guys next time. Adios.